But and the whole tax thing as well. He has, and everybody's known this for a while. It's not a secret and it's not been uncovered by the New York Times, as great as their journalists are. Everybody knows he has debts that come to full term in the next year. <laughs> and those debts are to Chinese banks, which are ultimately banked by the Chinese government. And they are by Russian banks, ultimately backed by Russian oligarchs, who are ultimately backed by uh, Vladimir Putin. Yeah, the Kremlin, and yeah. As, as good as the New York Times journalists are, and they are good, why now? Why not earlier? Why not before this whole postal vote started? Because I know that they're trying to go for maximum impact and they're trying yeah. to get talkativity around, ultimately, how great NYT is as a brand. Yes. Don't tell me that you did not have this triple-checked and every source verified a month ago. Mm. What saddens me about that, and we've said this a lot on top content, conspiracy theories and just chatter occur when there's a vacuum of good journalism, when they leave enough of a space to allow others to just pile it full of misinformation or shit for them to get away with it. Trump fiddling his taxes. You know what? As much as Barlow his taxes or Miles had a car dealership or Jimmy had tax things. I'm not bothered about the tax thing because if Trump's doing it, then a lot of other people are doing it and probably a mm. lot better because he's not very wise. The problems are the forces that allow him to do that. And the question isn't about his taxes. It's about how much he has lied and created a character and a myth of this business mogul that has never been true. The journalists on all sides never questioned this in 2016. They never questioned it. They just went, oh, it's Donald Trump off of the telly. From then, even till this weekend, where he went on his drive in, his, in the back of the car, it's like, why, why are you falling for his art of distraction? It's why it's a hustle. Because while he's going, look over here, he's doing something there. Yes. And we can't keep up. The, the news cycle is relentless because we can't keep up. And when we can't keep up, we miss bits. So that's why the tax thing coming in on a Sunday night only had a day, basically, to brew. Mm. And then on the Tuesday, when the debate happened in Cleveland, you were already putting the milk in, but it was already going to be a, a very weak, crappy cup of tea. So basically, Trump's whole presidency is a crap cup of tea. It's distraction. It's, it's fuck it. Darren Brown... If you're listening to top content, please run as prime minister because you could do a better job than any of these people. It's it, it's the same it's the same as Boris. Distraction. Well, he gets things wrong on purpose and then apologizes. And the the argument isn't that he doesn't know his ass from his elbow. It's that oh he's apologized and hey guys, Boris had COVID too. Fuck. Well, well, firstly, can can um can I can I complain bitterly about the fact that you've besmirched the great British institution, even though we didn't invent it, but it's, it's our drink and we're having it. So screw you, China and India, the, of the cup of tea, comparing him to it. It's not as if we cups fought wars over cups of tea. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, quite. Yeah. <laughs> but he arguably is a similar, he's a similar colour to a, a sort of a decent cup of tea. Oh, really? Maybe. No, I don't do know. Like yeah, that, I don't know. How do you get that orange? Oh, it's very strong. Not, not orange. No. 
He's, no. he's more orange than uh, yeah, black yeah, country yeah. Uh, chips. Yes. There's a number of there's a number of rude jokes about people that live in this city that I could have made there, but I I won't. Uh, uh, the low hanging fruit of the Liverpool woman on a Saturday night, but I won't do that because of course we're not allowed to go out on a Saturday night anymore. Or you can as long as you're home in time for match of the day. I mean, their viewing figures at the minute should be through through the through the roof. But I mean, I think what we've missed it. I mean, this is the thing you said about Boris and and all the rest. I think it's that everybody seems to be obsessed with the process or the oh. He's made a mistake, or whoever it might be in the cabinet that's made a mistake, and you know, pick a number rather than focusing on. Well, hang on a minute, what's actually going on? Stop focusing on that bit. Focus on the fact that they've made the mistake. Because there was a great. I did think of you when I when I watched this, and it's when I saw the clip that was doing the rounds from his interview with Look North, <laughs> where where he's asked about a very simple question, and there's people. I've got your interviewing. No, it's not. It's asking for a very simple question. How much money is going into the NHS in Yorkshire? And it's like, well, that's a fairly key piece of information that you would expect him to be briefed on before or to, to, to sort of remember as you go into an interview when you're trying to talk to the regional, you know, the most watched television show in Yorkshire that um, whoever it was that was interviewing him made a point of saying on uh, several occasions. And then today, I mean... As, he, as an aside, do you want to know something bizarre on. about that? I know that Boris appeared on Look North in Hull in East Yorkshire because it was with Peter Levy because my friend produced that bulletin. And in the same episode, Boris Johnson was talking to Peter Levy and Peter Levy was also talking to Dolly Parton. Well, who is the bigger tit? Well, <clears throat> well, no, I should have worded that joke better, but anyway, I've done it now, so you get the... Which Bond anyway. bombshell has a bigger... Uh, no. No. Who has the bigger IQ? Well, Dolly. I think it's a, think Dolly. It's a no-brainer. It's Dolly. Definitely Dolly. Dolly. Definitely Dolly. Dolly's um, a but, you know, but I mean, you say about Bizarre, of course, well, that segues nicely into the fact that he's, he, he <laughs> managed to inc- incorporate a, an MP lyric from Bizarre Fruit into... <laughs> His speech. He's actually said you've got to search for the hero inside yourself in a speech today. I didn't watch the speech because I thought, I just don't have the strength for this. Oh. Because I sat through about an hour or so. I had to switch off Sky. I, I couldn't take any more transfer deadline day. So I thought, I know what will be a bit of light relief. I'll switch on the COVID-19 update from our dear friend of this podcast, Hat Mancock, on BBC Parliament. And I watched the Q&A for... An, oh, good, a good hour. He went off until six o'clock. <laughs> and I just thought, do you know what? What they've done there in America is they've made a huge strategic blunder with the way that they have managed this this crisis. And it is a crisis about Donald Trump's health and the amount of people that have ended up contracting COVID as a result of it. Because what they should have done was just stuck them all on Air Force One, flown them all the way over here, and then done the tests here. Because that way, that would absolutely ensure complete secrecy because nobody would know because they'd have lost the bloody things so i couldn't believe when i I read this and they were going we've made a mistake we've done this xls files were superseded by xlsx files in 2007 it's the same time (laughs) where doc files got superseded by docx files it's 2007 13 years ago and and now see i always thought that xlsx and docx were were, were because they were for apple no ah okay no so xls files pre their upgrade, could only take 65,000 lines of data. Right. And now they can take uh, a million and and then some because... Yeah. So for a massive fuck-up to happen, 
with coronavirus testing, which millions has been pumped into because it's not NHS track and trace, it's Circo track and trace, and a, and a, and a whole yeah. myriad of other companies, whether they be established or shell companies that have only been established for five weeks, who used to just make Hessian blankets, but are now run by uh, one of Dominic Cummings' best mates. <laughs> how to to fuck up on this level and then just go, oh, we don't know how to use Excel. Is just well, I, crackers. No. It's not that they don't know how to use Excel. It's that the word Excel is not the <laughs> of Dido Harding or the Department <laughs> of Health and Social Care. How do we excel at anything? Yeah. Anybody got any ideas? Yeah. Can somebody hire an outside source, to, you know, a, a, a company to come and tell us how to do this? Let's outsource this. Matt Hancock, to find out, Matt Hancock thought it's Excel. Like, it's like trying to find the source of the Nile for them. It's like, how do we find out what Excel means? It's like finding the Holy Grail. It's just Matt Hancock knows that Excel is being used as a Nightingale hospital at the moment in London and got confused <laughs> between what is Excel and what's the NEC. Yeah. And yeah. what's some shed in uh, Sunderland? My f- my favourite bit was was watching Stella Creasy, and it did crease me. Her reaction when he asked her, she asked a very a very reasonable question. If you set up a project, whatever it might be, whether it's building a bridge or whatever, if that is not ready and is not done in the correct way, in any form of business whether it be private enterprise or through the public sector, you have penalty clauses built yeah. into those contracts. Therefore, she asked him that question. What are the penalty clauses? What have you put in place? You are spending millions and millions and millions of pounds of taxpayers' money on this app, which incidentally, I have not and will not download. And I'll explain why in a minute. And, and his response was, well, this I think it's very, very poor that you know, you're, you're basically blaming, focusing on these small cogs in this wheel. I'm thinking, no. They're not small they're not, cogs. And her response they're, was... They're normal cogs. Cogs. You've given them the job. They are cogs in this wheel. I'm, I would whether you define them as small or big. They're not by any... They're design. foundation fact, well, cogs. She, you can't build it without these cogs. And she just threw her hands in the air like she just didn't care and it caused huge hilarity through part, as they could see it because she was on a video link. And they're all laughing. And in fact, even the deputy speaker, Nigel Evans, who is is a pillock yeah. most of the time, he even turned around and he went, and he actually ended up, he went, well, that went well. Because you've just completely, again, you've gone to your default of, I'm not going to answer any questions. I'm just going to patronise you. In the same way that he did to the, the gentleman who's the MP for Slough, whose name escapes me. And he said, asked a very reasonable question. He went, I, just, I will not accept this divisive language. Well, none of his, none of what he said was actually devices. It was perfectly reasonable to ask the questions and raise issues with getting tests and all the rest of it. The thing with the track and trace app, I will not download it. And I went out on Friday and with... with Is the it because it's only got the- 3.2 in the iTunes store? People are just going, this <laughs> is yeah. I won't download anything unless it's at least 4.6 or more. It's a good metric. Um, it's a good metric. You know, live by it. But really, really, I won't download anything if it's lower than any score that Torville and Dean got in any of their Olympic ice skating well, finals. Even, if it's even, anything, the, even the comeback where they did an even illegal, the comeback, but they did even an illegal the comeback. lift. They did an illegal did, I know, lift. I, 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 I know Christopher Dean at his word that that's what you know. Like the government, I take them at their word. It didn't. It was just the sheer propulsion of Jane Torville off his hips that he managed to somehow bounce her over his head and catch her on the other side. I think they were robbed, and of course the Russians went on and won it. And there we go. This is where this whole thing started. It started all of this Russian meddling and interference started in Lillehammer. Yeah, but we, we went to the pub. It's an absolute disgrace. And we went, we went to, the, and it was the first time I'd seen the, the the track and trace thing on the on anybody's door. And I thought, I'm, I'm sorry, I've got the bloody app. And the thing was, the day before, 
a gent, I was in a Zoom meeting and a chap said to me, and this guy's well into his 70s, and of course, people, older people are not generally particularly brilliant with their technology. As a, as a general, that's not no, exclusive, yeah, no, but yeah. that... He said... And I was actually in control of this meeting. And somebody said, they said, have anybody downloaded the, the Track and Trace app yet? And they said to me, have you downloaded it? And I just went, no, not doing it. Absolutely not. I don't want them having access to my data because the track record of Baroness Harding with data, not so good. And one of the chaps in it uh, is, said, he said, well, he said, the issue with this is, he said, you go and you scan the QR code. He said, and therefore it checks you in somewhere. But it checks you in till midnight that day, unless you scan to say that you have gone somewhere else. So I thought, right, hang on a minute. Straight up, there's a problem there because they could turn around and say, hang on, curfew's 10 o'clock here. We're going to find you. Now, that's a bit of a, a leap. No, but, but they've got, data, government, that, that's not they've got data that says you're there till midnight. So shouldn't it? But even though you're not. So there, he said, So he said, he said, I went to the golf club. He said, day before, he said, no, I scanned the thing. He said, but I went there for lunch. But somebody could turn up at dinner time. Yeah. So COVID and, and then you get... And have COVID and then you get... Shouldn't it be like Marvin and Otis sitting on the dock of the bay watching the ships roll yeah. in and roll out again? It's not just yes. roll in. Yeah. You've got to see them roll out again. So what he's done is, and this is brilliant, is he, he said, he said, I went on, he said, and I've actually got a QR code now for my house. So when I come in, I scan this QR code to say I'm at home. Now, we'll get away from the data pr- privacy bit with that because that's a bit of a risky thing. But but on this track and trace app, that gives a clear time frame of... So effectively, what that app does is you either have to keep scanning places that you happen to be out. Well, if you're doing it like that, just make it like Pokemon fucking Go and let's have some fun yeah. with it. See, the technology was there as we said this. Pokemon Go, the technology has been there for this app for years. And nobody is taking the thing. And at least then with that way, but the Germans, you can do a the track Germans and a trace and, a po- and a, you can get a Pikachu for it. The Germans did it for like about 10,000 euro. And they just managed to make this thing. It's cost Britain billion so far or something. This is a public health problem around the world. It's yes. a public health problem. And even the Chinese, for God's sake, have gone, this is our time to put in our well-laid preparations and noted work of compliance and alliance between public and private. And it's happened in Germany and it's happened in France and in Italy where they've got shaky governments at the best of times. Mm. And everywhere else have just gone, this is a public health problem. We as a government are going to protect you, the people, and we'll get through this together. In the UK and here in the US, it's just one massive f***ing grift. The White House is pushing the FDC to sign off on a possible vaccine that is not ready before November the 3rd. So Trump can say, I have I have cured coronavirus. He's used the fact that he gave Chris Christie, of all people, COVID. That's not a good thing. Chris Christie's a large f***er. And now the White House, not the Republican Party to re-elect Trump, Trump's shit merchandise system has Donald Trump beats COVID as a minted coin that you can buy. This is a grift. Oh. It's a grift. It's a hun- it's is it a hundred dollars? Yeah. That coin. Yeah. I, I did see that. St- I was just like this whole thing also- is a grift. It's a hustle. Did- Boris is in on is it. it. Dominic's in on it. And nobody's questioning that. Isn't Trump as well? I'm sure that I, I saw that he's taking a, a, a sort of a concoction of drugs and it says that, that they're all haven't gone through, certainly in Britain, they haven't gone through testing. No, and not, now, not in that combination as well. That's the important thing. Yeah. All individually, so, uh, yes. Can I, 
my immediate question when I saw that was, have okay, they haven't gone through testing here, but have they gone through testing in that way in America? So has this all been signed off by the FDA? No, uh, what he was taking last week at Walter Reed was an experimental concoction. But how bad was he for him to have taken an experimental concoction? Because as he's now said, so he wouldn't decry white supremacy at the first debate in Ohio. But what he yeah. did say... When Joe Biden, in one of his more lucid moments, said, you told people to inject with bleach. And he said, oh, that was sarcasm. It's like, it wasn't sarcasm. It wasn't. You said it straight face. And no offense to my American cousins, but I'm living with you now. You don't know f- all about, about sarcasm. sarcasm. And I know yeah. I used a double negative there. So I'd be impressed if an American could pick up on the double negative. You know f- call about sarcasm you really don't so for then donald trump to come up with it bullshit. <laughs> but i mean i just I, I wonder though firstly they don't know much about plagiarism either because <laughs> can i just apologize uh, to, to michael spicer if we've stolen any of his material because it was genuinely unintentional tonight oh we haven't but the daily show have done so f- you, yeah yeah that. that's poor that's f- poor. you if you're gonna rip something off do it better so therefore you can say you've taken it to another level don't just do it so piss poorly. Yeah. Ah, oh, it was. It was execrable. I didn't. I haven't even watched it. In fact, I was furious that it's still up on their Twitter feed. But do, because, do you know, because I, with, I, with respect to James Corden, he uses Michael Spicer. He, he uses does. Michael Spicer. He pays yes. Michael Spicer, and it's branded the room next door with Mister Michael Spicer. Yeah. So. Yes. It's him. As, and as it should as it should be. Yes, quite right. Sorry, go on. And uh, uh, yeah, but I do, I do wonder though whether what's happened with the whole with the, the refusal to renounce white supremacy. I think that Donald Trump in a a covid filled haze has confused the proud boys with Wild Boys by Duran Duran. Wild Boys? You know, when he was... His, yeah, exactly. Proud Boys, Wild Boys. I'm a great fan of Simon LeBan and the Taylors. Love a tailor, love a suit. And he's just got confused about what he... Th- and he's thinking that he needs to renounce Duran Duran to, and effectively, therefore, allying him with Spandau Ballet, which I suppose to a degree he's allied with anyway because of all the gold. But whether he's just confused and he's like, I don't want to besmirch the legacy of a great 80s pop group on national television. It's like I just- either Beta or uh, Pop Bitch came up quite rightly with the observation, if you shoot Martin Fry from ABC through the heart of the poison arrow, is that murder? Because he did literally ask for it. Yes. And I- if you throw a grenade at Bruno Mars... Would he catch it? He says he'll catch yeah. it if he dies because of... The- when Milhouse uh, asked Trump about denouncing white supremacy. <laughs> do you think Donald Trump got confused and he thought, do I have to denounce the white shites, Leeds United? And to be honest, after the Man City game <laughs> and the opening game against Liverpool, which was not a yeah. fluke now, uh, and I, no, no. I hate Leeds United, but for the Trump to have to denounce them, maybe a bit strong. That's what he probably got confused did, with. Yeah, because of course he did appear on Satan Greavesy many, many years ago and he did the Rumble O's Cup draw, yeah. didn't he? And he drew, I think it was Man United played Leeds. Yeah. I think he, yeah. it was one of the ties that he drew um, in that. So I think maybe that's where his his love of, you know, and at the time, let's be fair, they were supreme because that was just as they were, you know, building up towards and, winning the last their last league title. So maybe that's where his love of white supremacy has started. It's down to Leeds. It's down to Gordon Strachan. Yeah. Uh, and also... Donald Trump is the modern Don Revy. Yeah. Well, maybe. Oh, hang on a minute then. Because maybe Donald Trump's face 
and specifically its colouring is in fact an homage to Gordon Strachan because it's the same colour as his top, hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, it's the clues are there. The clues are there. The clues people. are there. I mean, I'm, if if they can spin the idea that now um, Trump has had coronavirus as as a positive, not COVID positive, that, it, that he's now better equipped to be president because he's had it rather than Joe Biden, who takes the precautions, wears a mask, and hasn't had coronavirus, then we can say that actually this is all down to Leeds United, the whole thing. <laughs> it's reminded me of that thing I've been seeing over the last few days of Michael Scott in the US office, Steve Carell going, why is positive a bad thing in medicine and negative a good thing? That doesn't work. Why have you gone against all normal syntax and understanding of the word negative and positive in medical situations? Why? This explains why Michael Scott's brother, Rick Scott, actually said on camera that he tested positive. For, yeah, I had a test, and yeah, it's it's positive. I'm negative. Yeah, it's positive. So, I'm negative. So I've tested. I'm positive. I'm negative. That explains Dunder Mifflin and Gr- Bumbler yeah, Grifting. Yeah. That's the whole sort of raison d'etre of the GOP and the Trump administration. Which is a massive irony because Joe Biden is, of course, from Scranton, Pennsylvania. If you enjoyed today's podcast, uh, please rate and review it because your rates and reviews send our missives hurtling up the podcast charts. So just, you know, give it five stars and stuff. Uh, And if you want to social, Mike? Yeah, you can get in touch at Top Content Pod on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. And also, if you want to enable us to cause big trouble in Little China or Little Trouble in Big China, more accurately, you can message us on TikTok because we're on there as well and we might actually look at it. Mm